We're traveling the country today on the Producer Podcast as I sit down with the Mississippi State Film Office to discuss filmmaking in Mississippi and how their office can help you on your next production. So without further ado, let's get started. To start, maybe just kind of introduce yourself a little bit and how you came to be working at the Mississippi Film Office. Sure. Um, so I'm Nina Parikh, the director of the Mississippi Film Office, and I've been the director for the last six years. Um, but I previously served as the deputy director for um, how many years? 19 years. Um, so I've been here a little a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, but prior to that, I worked freelance in the industry. Uh, So I did study film. I studied film at the University of Southern Mississippi and New York University, and then I freelanced. And I did everything from um, production assistance. And a lot of my work was as a camera assistant, and then I produced as well. Um, I took a leave of absence from the film office in 2006 and produced a film called Ballast, which we filmed in Yazoo County in Mississippi. And that ended up um, winning two awards at Sundance and was nominated for Indie Spirit Awards and Gotham Awards. So it was, it was very exciting for Mississippi and for the people involved. Um, the whole cast was Mississippians. Okay. Um, a large majority of the crew was as well. So it was, it was a big celebratory time for that film to do so well and to have been made by mostly Mississippians. So then I guess... Like, what does your role in the film office, like, all entail? Well, so our office is the economic development, economic developers um, for Mississippi utilizing film and video as the conduit to to spend money in our communities. So we want to see an economic impact here in Mississippi. So we recruit projects here. We manage um, our incentive program, which is a cash rebate. We... Uh, connect the dots between working crew and experienced crew and productions. But we're also nurturing our our storytellers and our filmmakers because it's not just about bringing projects to Mississippi to spend money here. We also want to have the ability to tell our Mississippi stories through Mississippi filmmakers and then essentially have that as an export. You know, we're sharing our stories with the world. Mm. They don't always have to come here and spend their money and tell other stories. So. That's what we're charged with is developing the economy through filmed productions. Okay. Getting kind of the big overview of the state. What are like maybe some unique characteristics the state has or aspects about Mississippi that can benefit films shooting there? So I don't know if you, when you came and worked in Mississippi, um, I'm not sure if that was your first time in Mississippi. Yes, that was. So oftentimes we get the reaction from people that are first visiting. If if they come during spring and summer, they always say, it's so green and lush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think that's always very surprising to folks. Um, I'm not sure why, you know, like being a Mississippian, you know, I think, of course, of course it's green here and lush. Um, but I think that's that's a big reaction that we get is that it's so green and lush. And then it's more diverse than people think. I mean, obviously, we have the Mississippi River, and we have a lot of waterways, a lot of lakes. Um, of course, we have the Gulf 
coast. We are on the coastline. Um, so we have 26 miles of white sand beaches, which some people don't realize. And then along our coastline, we also have casinos. And we have casinos um, scattered throughout the state as well. So next to Atlantic City and Las Vegas, it's us. We have we have the okay. most number of casinos after those two places. Um, we have everything from historic small towns, like turn of the century historic small towns, to, you know, Jackson is a city. So we could double as Detroit or Chicago, you know, as long as we don't need multiple skyscrapers to be New York City, we can we can fake we can fake a city pretty well. Um, and then, of course, we can just be everyday America anywhere in the country. We've also been a location for Western. So it's we're expanding our reach. I would say, you know, when I started the film office, um, we were lucky to have one feature a year. You know, last year we had 19 features. Oh, wow. And, and when I first started, a lot of the projects that would look at us were Mississippi-based stories or Southern-based stories. Now we get everything. You know, it, it doesn't have to be Southern or Mississippi. It could be anywhere in the world, really, and they'll they'll look at us. Nice. Yeah, and I can attest to the whole how green and lush. Like, I was even there more like early fall, and it still look, had that and it's just like, wow, <laughs> you know, I, I came from brown leaves up where I was in Iowa at the time. So then what is maybe something that you wish more filmmakers knew about your state? Like when you get talking with productions looking to shoot in Mississippi, this is something that nobody ever really knows about your state. Well, I'd say the first thing that people don't realize is that we're one of the oldest film offices in the world. Okay. We're actually, we're celebrating our 50th anniversary this year. Actually, in four days, we turned 50. Um, so that's the first thing. So we do have a history of filmmaking in Mississippi. So I think that's pretty shocking to folks. And we have people here that are uh, well-versed in working on films. Uh, you know, my background is film. Um, somebody else in our office has a background in film. So, uh, you know, you're not just calling an office like a tourism office in Mississippi and hoping that they can help you make your film. We actually have experience in filmmaking and, and talk your language and hopefully can connect the dots pretty easily for you so that I won't say that we're a one shop stop, but we try as hard as we can to be uh, as few stops as possible so that you can get what you need. Um, so that's the first thing where we are an experienced, um, mature office. And the second thing, I think a lot of filmmakers don't realize how effective our incentive program has been. It's been around since 2004 and okay. it is a cash rebate. It's not a tax credit, so it's not based on filing your taxes or anything like that. It's a cash rebate. So if you spend $50,000 or intend to spend $50,000 in the state or more, and your project is for intended for national international distribution, then you can easily qualify and you would get 25% back on whatever you spend with vendors here. You get 25% back on your non-resident payroll. So, you know, your payroll, um, a production would get um, some percentage back and then you get 30% for resident um, em employees on payroll. 
and an extra 5% for any resident that's also a veteran. Okay. So for Morgan Freeman is a Mississippian, so he's a 35%er. I always joke that maybe we need to have an ad that says, if you want Morgan Freeman in your movie, come to Mississippi because <laughs> you get a big rebate on his paycheck. Yeah. So, yeah, since I'd love to hear since you kind of brought up the how you guys have the cash rebate more about that and just like maybe to start what kind of that approval process is. Our process is pretty straightforward and simple. The, the application is on our website. There's no fee to apply and you'd want to apply about five to six weeks before you start spending money in Mississippi. Okay. So if you're, you know, let's say you're about to come, you're pretty sure that Mississippi is the right place for you and you're coming on a pretty big location scout where you're bringing the whole team. Um, I would say, you know, make sure that you're applying before that happens so that that will count toward the rebate. Um, so that's on the front end, you know, we five to six weeks beforehand, you need to have your script sent to us, um, your full budget with a top sheet, a short synopsis, um, and then the full application. Um, if you are hoping to qualify non-resident payroll, you also need a production partner in the state. Uh, it sounds scary. It sounds scarier than it is. Um, a production partner is going to be somebody that you're you're going to work with anyway. You know, that's somebody that you're going to hire anyway. So it's either going to be, um, say, a producer here, a line producer, director of photography, a production company or a production services company, your DP, production designer or a post-production company. So, you know, you're gonna work with one of, oh, and casting director. You're gonna work with one of those folks. You're gonna work with all of those folks. Mm -hmm. So if you can find that person in Mississippi, then they can serve as your production partner. There's no built-in, you have to pay them X amount or anything like that. It's just, we need to see that you've partnered with somebody here. And the goal and the intention is, if you're partnering with somebody that, that lives and works in Mississippi, they're going to be able to connect the dots for you even more quickly, you know, to other crew members, to other resources. So hopefully it's a win-win for everybody. Right. Is your rebate something that like is only for like the production phase or if somebody is maybe just doing their post-production services in the state, can they still apply? They can be post in the state as well. Okay. And still just has needs to be 50000 or higher? Correct. Then on kind of the back end, once you have that, you've been accepted for the rebate, like what all is involved with that? When do you have to have stuff turned in by and such? Um, so once you're done with all of your work in Mississippi, that's when you would apply. You can't, you can't apply multiple times for that rebate. Okay. Um, so, you know, if you're planning on doing any kind of posts or you're doing pickup shots or whatever, you, you wait until you're done with that. Um, and the process is in depth. So I don't want to fool, you know, I don't want to fool anybody and say, oh, no, it's so easy. Uh, you do have to have great records, great records. But the Department of Revenue will work with you from from the get go. So the moment that you're approved, the Department of Revenue is copied on that. And so at that point, we always recommend go ahead and start having these conversations with the Department of Revenue because they do the audit. So they'll tell mm -hmm. you how to set up your books. They'll tell you exactly what you need to be collecting. Um, they do a line by line audit. Okay. Of everything. So you do have to have every receipt and proof of payment and 
hyperlinked, you know, uh, the, those receipts and proof of payment hyperlinked to each line. Um, so like I said, it's, it's work, um, but if you know that on the front end, then your accounting department or your line producer or, you know, can have help, have a PA to help with that or mm-hmm. some sort of assistant in the accounting department to help facilitate that paperwork. Um, and once you submit that to the Department of Revenue, so it doesn't come to us. Okay. I have zero accounting skills. So, so it doesn't come to us. It goes to the Department of Revenue. Um, they will do a first review within 90 days of submission. And then at that point, it can go back and forth for four times, I believe. So if they send it back to you and they disqualified $100 and you're thinking, no, that should have qualified, then you can send them back up information and say, this is why I think this should qualify. So besides then that uh, rebate, what are some of the other like big ways that the film office can help filmmakers with their production? Well, initially, um, we're going to try to find the right part of the state for you. So you could send us your script. We'll read your script. We'll do a breakdown, and we'll send you a location package um, of the the locations that seem to make the most sense aesthetically and logistically for your production. So, you know, if I know that uh, you have $4 to make your movie and you need everybody to be local, (laughs) uh, then we'll try to get you, you know, in a place where there's crew so that you don't have to fly everybody in but also has your locations within, you know, 30 minutes radius of of wherever you're basing. Um, So that's one thing is that we're going to help, help find the right place within the state for you to locate. Um, And then we'll pass it on to your location manager and assist them as needed. Um, We'll also, as you get into casting locally, whether it's extras or, or some speaking roles, we can help get the word out through our social media and connect the dots there. Uh, we've even had in the past, we've had period pieces that needed props, you know, and okay. while they were shopping at all the local pawn shops and estate sales and antique stores and all that, um, in some of these small towns, they have radio stations that still reach a lot of people in specifically in their community. And so we've been able to help producers and art directors and production designers you know connect to these radio stations or or local papers to get the word out um so we we will be with you every step of the way as long as you want us to be Uh, we just need to know what you need um Mm -hmm. i I think that in since i've been here so long you know it used to be there was no there was no internet in the way that it exists now right so then everybody relied on us for all these things um, to, to figure out how to connect to the communities and find the things that they needed with the internet in our pockets all day long now and access and everything being online. I think that producers tend to forget that they can actually call a person and mm-hmm. we can help you with some of those things. Uh, I'm not trying to do all the work at all. <laughs> and some of it is facilitated more quickly, you know, by looking on the internet. Um, but there are still some things that, talking to an actual person can make your life a little easier. So we try to be that and we try to let people know that. But I think um, younger producers maybe sometimes don't realize that because they've been spoiled by the fact that they can answer their own questions just by Googling it. Right. That's a lot. So, yeah, so we we can be an extension of your producing team. Um, 
you know, when you're working in a community, I, I can't think of one community in Mississippi that's not supportive. And so once you land in that community and we connect you to the person that can connect you to everybody there, most producers find that, wow, this is kind of easy working here. I want to do this again. And so we have producers that have come here five, six, seven times in a row, and we'll continue to do that because their work is much easier, much, much more easy than they expected it to be, number one, but maybe even friendlier than some of their other experiences because the communities embrace the work. They, they like the fact that a production is in their community. Um, it's exciting. And, and so they're willing to, to help however they can. So then using me as an example, because I'm based in Iowa, what would somebody like me who's maybe considering coming to Mississippi from out of state for their production need to consider or want to look into before making that for sure decision that like Mississippi is the right state? for me? Certainly the first thing would be locations. Do we have the right locations? If we don't have the right locations, um, does it make sense for you to rewrite it for Mississippi? You know, would it make sense in a different place or is New York essential to the story? So I think that's the first thing, you know, can you make the story that you want to tell um, work in our locations? Um, secondly, in terms of your budget, you know, just being realistic about that. What is your budget? And um, Knowing that in Mississippi, we don't have a deep crew base. So mm -hmm. how are you going to manage that? You know, do you have, who are you going to bring? Um, and just knowing, like having that conversation with us um, so that you can determine how many productions might be happening at the same time that you're considering. So how much is that going to diminish your access to local crew? And how important is that to your budget? Um, so I'd say those are the, two biggest things, the locations and then crew accessibility. Okay. I'm just curious. Um, does like Mississippi, I know like obviously California and some of these places have lots of like bigger sound stages. Is that something that Mississippi has as well? If people are looking to come and work on more soundstage stuff? We have one dedicated, um, Soundstage. So that's Crooked Letter Picture Company in Natchez, Mississippi. Tate Taylor, who's a writer-director from Jackson, who now lives in Natchez. So that's right along the Mississippi River. And Natchez also has the most number of antebellum homes in the country. Um, he, he directed a movie called The Help. Um, he also did um, Get On Up, which was about James Brown. He made um, Ma, which starred... Octavia Spencer as a villain um, in a horror thriller, um, Breaking News in Yuba County, which is a, a comedy. Um, so he's a he's a homegrown Mississippi talent, and he's back in Mississippi, um, and he opened up Crooked Letter Picture Company. So that exists. They are planning on expanding. Okay. And they're trying to develop the crew base there in Natchez because there isn't much of a crew base there, but they're trying to train there and and make the city of Natchez. Um, more amenable to filmmaking. So they also have opened up some restaurants, coffee shop, um, some other businesses to help support filmmaking there as it grows over time. Um, there are other potential investors and, and producers um, that are considering production facilities around the state. But to date, the only one that, that exists is Crooked Letter Picture Company in Natchez. I want to jump back 
to something you mentioned, uh, which is you're talking about how a lot of times these newer beginning producers who grew up in the digital age forget you can actually call and talk to a person. Um, are there any other common things you see this next generation of like producers like forgetting about or common mistakes maybe that they make? I think the biggest one um, would be not hiring a location manager. So they oftentimes are like, oh, well, we've got three producers. One of the producers will handle the locations. <laughs> That's, that is blown up in so many producers' faces. And it's not good for our state, ultimately, either. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're burning locations. They're not taking care of them. Uh, and then those those owners or managers of those properties don't want to host productions in the future because they had such a bad experience. And, you know, managing the locations is a full-time job. It is not a part-time job for a producer. It is a full-time job. You have to find the locations. You have to nurture the relationships. You have to find parking. Where are you going to, where are the bathrooms? Where do we have extras holding? Where can people change clothes? Where's the parking for for the trucks? You know, all of those things have to be managed. Where where are we dumping the trash at the end of the day? These are things that require somebody to pay attention to them all day long and prepping mm-hmm. for the next day. Um, so that would be probably the best advice I can give is don't don't skimp on that that position because it's going to save you in so many other ways. You know, you're, you'll have fewer headaches. You'll be able to pay attention to the things that are most important. Um, and that is the, the creative aspects of the production. You know, you don't want your director, your producer, your creative producer is to have to worry about somebody's, the trash that got left in, you know, screaming owners the next three days. You'd much rather worry about, you know, the actors and the delivery yes. of their lines, you know. <laughs> And how is the story actually working? Um, So hire a location manager. (laughs) Good to know. Yeah. And I'm definitely one of those that has been guilty (laughs) of that in the past and definitely not a mistake I'm going to make again. I guess alongside that, um, you know, I've already mentioned that the rebate program, the rebate itself is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So just also knowing that, because usually that fall on the on low budget productions, there's also probably a producer that's like, oh, I'll handle the rebate, um, just like the other producer is handling the locations. And in some cases, they're handling all those things. And that's impossible. Um, all of those things will suffer. Mm-hmm. And so I would say just to make sure that you're paying attention to, do you have the staff to facilitate the rebate program? And that doesn't have to necessarily be a full-time accountant, but it does need to be someone that can um, do the the daily work to keep up with that for an accountant or for a line producer. I guess I have just a couple more questions for you. Um, I guess first I'll just throw out, is there anything that maybe I haven't touched on or asked about that you would think would be good to mention? I don't usually talk about the weather, but, you know, it's hot in the summer. It's real hot in the summer. <laughs> Be prepared for that. When were you here? What time of the year were you here? You, were, you said fall. Uh, yeah, October into November. So it's probably still a little hot. Well, you know, if you're here in July and August, just 
just be prepared for that. <laughs> be prepared to sweat a lot. Be prepared for mosquitoes. Um, as a giveaway from our office, we do give you bug spray. So <laughs> we'll have bug spray. I like that. <laughs> and sunscreen. We'll give you sunscreen. Um, and then I would say, you know, have rain gear too. There are moments throughout the year, you know, we do have hurricane season. So just just to be prepared for weather. And then I guess my final question is like, where can people go online to get in contact with the film office or, you know, find them on social media, those types of things? So our website is filmmississippi.org. Both M's are in there, film, F-I-L-M, and the M for Mississippi.org. Um, we're doing our best to try to have as much information there so that you can answer your own questions, but we still want you to call us or email us, and all of our contact information is there. You can look at our location database there. So we have, I don't know, 3,000-plus locations there, so that can give you okay. a sense of, you know, what does the state look like? Do, do we actually have things that would help you? So you can do a search for churches in central Mississippi, for example. So you can be pretty specific about what you're looking for and where you're looking for it. Mm -hmm. um, we also have a database of working crew. So then you can get a sense, you know, in terms of building your crew out, you know, do we have who you need? Um, and then in terms of social, we are on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. So you'll find us as, as either Film Mississippi or Mississippi Film Office in those places. Well, that's all the questions that I had. Um, but thank you very much for taking the time to come on the show today. You're welcome. Thank you for thinking of Mississippi. We're glad that you filmed here before, and I hope that it's not your one and only time. And on that note, we are going to wrap up this episode of The Producer Podcast. Until next time, make sure to subscribe to The Producer Podcast, and thanks for listening.